Hey moms, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. I am sitting here today and the weather is uh, changing rapidly. We've had uh, a beautiful spring so far and I am one of those people that loves to see daylight savings time come. So our days are getting a little bit longer. The kids are outside a little bit more. Hallelujah. And we are getting ready to wrap up the school year. So I know that things are sort of picking up for everybody who's listening to this as well, because that's just the nature of uh, how things go in families in the springtime. And so I thought I would talk to you today about kids and chores. I was in the grocery store. I'm not kidding you. Uh, several years ago, I, I love to uh, just, I have random conversations with women, seems like everywhere I go. Since I was really young, probably in my late teens, um, for whatever reason, I tend to attract people who will tell me their life story. No kidding you, telemarketers. One time I had a telemarketer call me and proceeded to talk to me about he and his wife when they were in the middle of a of a custody battle and people that I don't know in the grocery store, the bank teller. It's amazing the people that God brings into my life, and I've just learned to sort of roll with it. And several years ago, a mother noticed me, and I'm sure I look like quite a sight uh, in the grocery store with all of my kids. You know, I did not realize, I gotta admit, I'll just be perfectly honest, I didn't realize how crazy I looked in the grocery store with seven children until my kids started growing, and, and you know, I don't, I rarely take seven children to the grocery store with me anymore uh, because... Uh, couple of my kids are gone and the ones who aren't grown and gone are so big that they drive themselves to the store, uh, most of them. But it's just so funny to me to look back now uh, at how I would, I can see, I understand why people were, you know, counting my kids and staring at me with their jaws hanging down to the ground because I happened to see a mom in a similar situation if several years ago in the store and she just looked completely overwhelmed. And I just, you know, I just pat her on the back and I said, you know what? You may not hear this from your kids for a while, but I think you're doing a really good job. <laughs> because She really just, she looked like she just needed some other mother to come up and tell her, you are doing okay. You are doing awesome. And she noticed I had a few of my kids with me and she said, can I ask you a question? You know, do you, do you pay your kids to do chores? And I thought, what a random, you know, question for the middle of the grocery store. And I said, honestly, no, we don't. I mean, we we expect our kids to do chores and anyway, we got into this big long conversation and I thought this would be kind of a fun topic to go over with you today because I know that a lot of moms listening to this are having this struggle in their home and a lot of us are wondering, you know, what do we do with our, you know, three-year-old and what do we do with our 15-year-old and our 18-year-old? Uh, and I think that there are different uh, chores for different stages of life. And here's the thing, I don't have like, you know, all the answers for you guys. I'm not going to try to pretend that I know all the answers or have all the solutions, but I do have a little bit of perspective. Uh, 25 years ago, I had a lot of theories about parenting, you know, because I was a kid once. And these days, I think I got a lot more grace for parents because having raised two of our seven to adulthood, um, you know, I always tell parents I died on a lot of hills I didn't need to die on. You know, I dug my heels in over stupid things like whether or not my kids could watch Pokemon you know, and I, I, I got drug around by my nose by parenting fads that kind of came and gone, have come and gone. And uh, the word of God never changes. And the Bible even has things to say about doing our best. And I've taken my kids many times to Colossians 3, where it talks about whatever you do, do it all uh, in the name of the Lord and give thanks to God for what he's put in front of you. And Ecclesiastes 9.10 says, whatever your hand finds to do, 
Do it with all your might. And I want my kids to learn to work hard and to and to learn to work uh, with a good attitude because a lot of the things that we do, we don't really want to do it, right? I mean, I tell my kids that all the time. I'm sorry you didn't want to unload the dishwasher. I didn't really want to do laundry today, but that's the way it goes. And I think uh, we, I'm seeing a lot of moms who are struggling with this idea that our kids need to work around the house. Before I get any farther, I want to remind you, we are a sponsored podcast. The podcast sponsor this time is Firmly Planted Family, and they have a series of Bible studies that actually have been written by my husband and myself. Um, and those are available at firmlyplantedfamily.org. The cool thing about Firmly Planted uh, Bible studies is that they are written with the entire family in mind. So every volume contains activities and information that you can use to engage your whole family in God's word from little tiny kids who can just barely color all the way up to high school. So I hope you'll check it out. Uh, it's been reviewed by Dr. Dobson. We've been actually on Family Talk talking with him about it uh, with Ryan and it's also been reviewed recently by Kathy Duffy. So I hope you'll take a look at Firmly Planted at firmlyplantedfamily.org. You can also find my books there. Uh, if you go to Firmly Planted, they will lead you to books by the busy mom. Uh, I have a, a, a several books that I have written. A couple of them uh, have been out for a few years. And I also have a new one out on lap booking. And we have a manual for those of you who are interested in running or starting a homeschool co-op. So I hope that you will check that out. Jay and I ran a ministry for many years called First Class Homeschool Ministries. We planted somewhere in the neighborhood of 60 homeschool co-ops across the United States and even one over in Europe. And We've taken all of those years of experience and created a how-to manual. I'm a huge believer in uh, community and in parents being in community, especially if they're homeschooling. So if you are interested in starting a homeschool co-op, check out the homeschool co-op manual over at Friendly Planted Family. All right. So as I'm thinking about chores and children, the first thing that comes to my mind is that your kids are born just like you with a sin nature. There, if you let them, they're going to want to sit around and watch TV. They're not going to want to, you know, clean up their room or tidy the bathroom or do their homework or do their schoolwork. They're going to want to do what their flesh wants to do, which, as we as we all know, our flesh wants to just sit around, especially when we're kids. And so, I have found it very invaluable for our family to come up with things like chore charts, and I will list those at the podcast on the website. You can go to thebusymom.com forward slash podcast and you can look on this uh, series. I'll link you to some of the chore charts and things like that I have come up with to use for our own family. But they we trade off. So the kids, we don't always do the same system. We don't always um, even stick to the system that we're using. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I will put something out there and um, occasionally it just won't work and we'll have to change it up. Uh, I I love something called zones. We've done zones with our with our with our kids. I mean, goodness grief, for a long long time. And zones basically are I will designate um, sections of a house as a particular zone. So, for example, I might give uh, our five year old the zone behind the couches. We have an area behind our couches. We have a really big family room, and the area behind the couch is designated for all the kids' toys, which is perfect for when company comes over because then we can throw all that junk behind the couches. And they can pull it out and play in the family room later. Or there's lots of room behind the couches. They can play it back there. But that is her 
zone to clean up. And so she knows that when it's when we do a cleanup time, everybody goes to their zone and they clean up their zone. So that has actually been my go-to. I wrote about it in the Busy Homeschool Mom's Guide to Daylight because I really believe that giving your kids responsibility in the home not only helps you as a mother, but it also helps your kids because they understand or they come to understand that they are an invaluable part of your family and that you need them and that you run each other. I also think it keeps moms from going crazy. Um, I, I will say this, it's harder and if you haven't been training your kids to do work around the house, I will just tell you right up front, it is harder on the front end. So training your kids to do chores, it's not popular in a lot of um, in a lot of areas in the United States these days, I know. And um, and frankly, it's a lot of work for moms. It's it's easier for me to clean the kitchen myself than to teach my kids how to do it. And um, I got to tell you, we've had some knockdown dragouts over it. You know, me going back down to the kitchen for the third time and saying, "Hey, you're not done. You need you need to wipe down the counters. Don't forget to load the dishwasher." Or I'll wake up in the morning, and the teenager who was in charge of the kitchen before I went to bed didn't do it, and so I wake up in the morning and there are dirty dishes in the sink. I think so much of parenting is just being uh, consistent with your kids. Your kids need to see consistency. They need to see that you love them. And really, let's be honest, you're preparing them for adulthood. You know, we want our kids to be able to run their own homes when they leave our home. I don't want my daughters, you know, calling me and saying that they're overwhelmed. They don't know how to keep their house up. I, I want them calling me for crockpot recipes and to talk on the phone about other things. I don't want them to feel like they are not equipped. Um, I think that there are lots of different age-appropriate chores that you can give children. I've, I've had many uh, discussions with moms over the years who don't believe in giving their kids chores when they're little. I disagree. I think a three-year-old uh, loves to, my kids have always wanted to come alongside me and felt like they were really big and important when I gave them a job to do. So for example, if I'm, you know, if I'm dusting that, that day or whatever, I might give the toddler a, a dusting rag and say, and show her how to do the dust, the, um, the baseboards. And she loves to do that. And they love to move their clothes from the hamper into the dryer or into the washing machine. Um, find things that your uh, little ones can help you do. My husband and I purposely put uh, the plastic dishes that we use for our younger ones on a shelf that's under the sink or near to under the sink, because we know that the three-year-old could reach it. And so even though our youngest one is going to be in kindergarten next year, you know, I have spent literally uh, 24 years with toddlers in my house. And I think toddlers, I mean, it's a great opportunity for you to not only make them feel like a valuable part of your family, but to instill, to begin to instill this idea that we work together as a family. When our kids start to get, you know, a little bit older into first and second grade, they're going to be unloading the dishwasher. They're folding laundry. I will teach my second grader how to run the washer and dryer. Now, to be fair, we've had a few, <laughs> we've had a few mishaps and we've had a few um, incidences with things like um, shrinkage and bleach. But for the most part, I am really glad that we have trained our kids to help around the house. Our boys mow the grass and our, our girls do too as they get older. Um, pretty much everything that needs to be done around this house can be done by my children. And the reason is, is because we train them to do those things. We expect that from them. Uh, we expect them to clean the kitchen when, um, if their mom, if I go to the trouble for making dinner for my kids, I do not expect to clean up after uh, everyone is done eating. I expect my kids to clean up. And that is a zone. So somebody's in charge of that zone. 
um, it also is a good chance for you to continue to not only teach your kids a good work ethic, but to uh, to deepen their sense of responsibility. And so I want to encourage you, if you've got a child who's who's given you grief and who will not obey, particularly as they're in the younger years, early elementary school, um, chores is a great way, uh, a really good way to get them um, responding to you and to your leadership. Be the mom. Be the mom. Uh, parents these days, we're surrounded by things. Kids are on the iPads. We talked about this in, the, in a podcast the other day. Our kids have all these kind of needs, and somehow we're confusing wants with needs, which brings me to the topic of allowance. And I really wish I was talking to my friend Dorinda about this. In fact, I'll probably bring her on next week and we can talk about it a little bit more because I think it's important for moms to hear other perspectives on this, but I'll just give you my perspective. Uh, since, you know, you're a captive audience, uh, I'm not a huge fan of giving my kids allowance. In fact, we don't do it for ordinary things that need to be done around the house. You're not going to see me paying my kids to make their beds or to clean up the kitchen or to run laundry through or to put their clothes away. What we will pay the kids for are extra things. So for example, if I, you know, my kids will come to me and they'll ask me, we do something at our house called dollar jobs. And if they want some money because they want to walk down to the, you know, to the little country store and get themselves a candy bar, they might say, mom, do you have a dollar job for me? And those are the, the, the things that I might, you know, instead of running my car through the car wash, I say, hey, yeah, if you want to wash the car, um, I'll give you $2 to wash it on the outside and I'll give you another $2 to vacuum it and clean it on the inside. And they're happy to do that. Those are over and above what their regular chores are. And I think it's a great way for parents to um, teach their children how to manage their money by giving them opportunities to earn money. So I'm not anti uh, earning money for children. What I don't like is us giving our children for the privilege, you know, money because they have because they're alive, you know, for the privilege of being alive this week. I'm not going to give you anything except for food and and board and you know, a room and board. And so our kids know that they, you know, the things we do around the house we do because we love each other, because we have respect for our parents, because we function as a family. And if they want to earn money outside of that, we begin to give them extra things to do. And not only does that build their self-confidence, it also gives them motivation. And that motivation will serve as a marker for them and as a um, and as a, a touchstone and help guide them later in life. So don't be afraid to give your kids chores around the house. Uh, keep them busy. Kids should be uh, working around the house. They should be a blessing to each other and their parents, and chores is one of the best ways to help that happen. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.